This is Monster of the Week. I'm Jeremy Greer. It's with Chris and Jeremy. I'm Chris Moser. Sam is broken, Dean's all whack. Yeah, newsflash, pal. You're just as screwed up as I am. You're just bigger. Please bring fun cast back. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single episode of Supernatural, even if it's weird episodes where people get pregnant and within a day mm-hmm. and then have a kid or something. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, it wasn't Sam who got pregnant this time. <laughs> oh, God. That's season 10. We have to wait for season 10 for that. So, uh, Hey, Chris. How are you, man? Hey, Jeremy. I'm doing quite well, my friend. How are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I had a, I had a really restful weekend and... Uh, we, me, and my, me and my wife just spent a lot of time uh, hanging out with each other. Like we watched some football games, we made a bunch of food, and uh, I got to see that new Aven- that new hot new Avengers on Friday. So I was pretty ooh, excited ooh. about that. Uh, thumbs up on Avengers, by the way. You probably, yeah. if you want one hear- or two, th- one or two thumbs. Um, I'm gonna go for the full two thumbs. Excellent. No, it's great. I'm gonna go the full the FTT as we like to call it in the movie critic mm-hmm, business. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to hear me talk about that, we will probably record something on Days of Future Cast pretty soon for that because me and Gary are both very hype about it. So, sweet. Uh, this is the part where we usually f- thank everyone on our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/Monster of the Week. Thank you to for making all of this stuff possible. We have some uh, bonus episodes coming down, but if you missed the, the two comic book episodes that the, our patrons funded, you should go check those out on the public feed as we speak, and mm-hmm. they're extremely good. And uh, big shout outs to Wayne for making fan art. Of Sam, oh, yeah, and <laughs> some in a very tiny, tiny, uh, like uh, what what's scuba suit, scuba gear, scuba gear, yeah, with the flippers and everything. It was very good. Thank you, Wayne. We appreciate that. And I just want to say, uh, so everybody who uh, who joins the Patreon is also gets access to our Discord server. I know we talk about it sometimes, but lately it's just been really popping off in there. We have a lot of great, uh, a lot of great conversations. So if you want to get in on that, please uh, join the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, join the Patreon to talk to us on uh, to talk to us on Discord, and um, I guess to join our anime channel because you and Ian and, and Eric have all gotten together and, and Wayne too. I, I see Wayne in there. Just to hey, talk we got a lot about, going on. We just got a lot to, going on basically there. to bitch about anime podcasts. That's what I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of <laughs> scrolling through and seeing that right now. That's, come on. That's just the last few minutes. All right. Uh, today we are going to be talking about an episode, uh, season seven, episode 13, Slice Girls. But before we mm-hmm. talk about that episode, Chris, do you have something special for us today? Is what I have a road so far. Is, and you. this is just to confirm, this is a written down thing that you, that you wrote as yes. With your well, thumbs. I write them, I write them every single week. So yeah. I don't know why you're drawing special attention to this, but yes, this one is written down. Uh, and I'm going to now read it to you as I always do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The road so far. Last time on Supernatural, we lost Cass to the Leviathans, we lost Bobby to the the Leviathans, and we lost Dean's happiness to the Leviathans. Sam has been doubling down on the family business, trying to keep himself busy while also keeping visions of Lucifer at bay, and meanwhile, Dean struggles to find himself amidst the terrible loss, uh, and to... Uh, between the terrible loss and the drive to hunt down Dick Roman, king of the Leviathans. I don't know if he's really their king, but that's where we're at. The boys are hunting, uh, and they're on the trail of Dick. Good, good work, Chris. I like that. Yeah. I didn't hear any. Tri- I don't think I heard the word hunks in there, though. So I'm not sure, oh, convinced that uh, this was written down or, or written ahead yeah. of time. Ooh, uh, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> the episode we're covering today is uh, Slice Girls, which was written by Eugenie Ross Lemming and Brad Buckner, and directed by Jerry Wanek. 
All of those sound like not real names. Uh, yeah, no. This uh, this aired on February third of two thousand and twelve. Dean's one night stand has serious complications. Doesn't every <laughs> Dean one night stand have serious yeah. complications? Sam and Dean investigate a case where the victim's hands and feet have been severed and each have been branded with a strange symbol. While Sam does some research at a local university, Dean heads to one of his favorite places, excuse me, to investigate the town bar. (laughs) Dean strikes up a conversation with a local named Lydia, uh, and the two go back to her place. Sam discovers the symbol on the bodies is a sign of Amazon warriors. Boy, are they... This is literally the whole episode. They are really uh, burying the lead on this, which is that Dean has a baby <laughs> dean uh-huh. has a kid uh-huh. uh i chris this episode is kind of weird right it's weird i don't hate it but it's i don't love it either yeah it's it's definitely a, a middle of the road episode it's a it's a break from leviathans uh we even get that like whole conversation at the beginning of, of sam is like listen you know the search for dick is has gone on too long it's stagnated so you know we, we just have to go and, and dean's like yeah yeah sam i get it like as if he's the audience of saying like we we know we realize that this is yeah. you're just not going to pay attention to your main plot for a while. So. <laughs> That's what usually what happens in the middle of the season, Sam. We get it, and uh, and we we do get to see some Dean action, and then this he just the 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 kid just grows up like the chick has a baby three days later and a couple of days after that she's 16 or 17 years old, and that's, it's that's a weird episode. weird it's a weird episode that's a, that's weird even for supernatural, right? Yeah, so. Should we get into it? Sure. Yeah. Let's start uh, with the then statement, which is pretty much what you said. Leviathans have killed Bobby. Wait. Okay. Wait. So let me just back it up for one second. Whoa, 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 whoa. Does Dean have sex with the monster? In this Dean episode? has a sex with... I was going to ask you about this. Yeah. Dean has sex with the monster. It didn't even occur to me that he has sex with the monster. Of course he does. I can't... We're really breaking some canon here. I uh, think that they. I think that they wrote the episode for Sam... Because that's just what makes sense for his character, like yeah, sure. that he has sex with this monster, and then they thought, you know what, it's time for Dean to get some monster action. It's time for to throw Dean a monster bone. Um, I, I'm, I'm also a little weirded out by calling these chicks monsters because they're definitely like monstrous in appearance. They're like and they're, superhumans, and they're doing monstrous things. But also, they're just like Amazon warriors from Greece, which probably mm-hmm. aren't monsters. So I'm, I'm a little weird no. with the treatment, which we'll probably get into. Yeah. As, as we get into the episode but man i this is a this is just a weird episode for sure so we start off with our cold open uh typical dude in his apartment mm-hmm. chilling out mm-hmm. here's some noises here's some strange shit uh and suddenly he's just getting tossed all around his apartment and we see him uh we don't know what's doing it to him but we see him get sliced up uh we see a symbol get carved into his chest and i believe this is where we also see the hands and, and feet getting removed it is, yeah. The camera pulls back, and uh, we 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 see that his all of his hands and feet have been removed. Uh, and it's this is kind of a gruesome display, even on supernatural s- standards. Like this is this yeah. is very bloody. There's blood splashing everywhere, um, and then like yeah, the the carving the symbol into the chest is is pretty vicious. Like that seems yes, seeing somebody that mutilated, even in like supernatural is still kind of extreme <laughs> it is yeah I, it, every once in a while supernatural surprises me about how gory it gets and i know it's like mm-hmm. a, a you know it's a horror tv show like it should be a little gory sometimes right but it just it sometimes it surprises me because i'm so mm-hmm. used to looking at two beautiful hunks all the time that when there's exactly. blood on the scene i'm like whoa what happened what just happened yeah who brought that here yeah it's weird because um they don't show the person getting cut up or anything like specifically like showing you know the hands getting sliced off but seeing a human body like changed in that way is definitely unsettling i um i'm 
it's definitely unsettling. I don't like it. I just don't like this. <laughs> um, it's just weird. I don't know why removing someone's uh, hands and legs like it just really bothers me. Did you ever see that movie Boxing Helena? There, it's, which is all about a guy who um, he's like a surgeon and he's t- obsessed with this woman. So he uh, basically starts removing uh, limbs from her to keep her oh, into, in a box. Pretty cool of him. Also, her name is Helena. <laughs> if you didn't get oh, that okay. from the, from the he's title. Putting her in a box. I guess he's not fighting her in a boxing ring. I guess. No, no, no. Not at all. Not at all. Literally boxing her. It's, it's pretty creepy. So that's movie. this. Yeah, this that's, is that's, the what, sequel. that's what this is. Um, we go back. We go to not go back to, but uh, we first see Sam and Dean as they are driving in a driving somewhere. Sam's driving. Sam is driving for once. Don't see that a lot. But yeah, Dean snored in the passenger seat. Mm -hmm. He wakes up, immediately takes a a drink from Bobby's flask. Uh, And that's when Sam is finally like, is that Bobby's flask? Like, what are you doing with that thing? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's very creepy that he's still carrying around this flask. There's so many better ways to, uh, do this to hold on to a loved one than this which i do not do think like he, do you think he washed it off before he started putting his mouth on it i i mean even if like how do you clean a flask i don't you don't really you put more alcohol you in just it. put more alcohol in it right like yeah i so there's all kinds of like and you don't care because it's your own personal like right Man, flasks are gross. I've never really thought about uh, yeah. the functionality of a flask before, like because I don't, you know, I'm not that much of an alcoholic where I have to have alcohol sure. on me at, at all times. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. <laughs> yeah. Same. Neither. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, he says he's using it to otter Bobby's memory. It's a, it's an interesting move from me. I mean, I guess it makes sense for the character because he's just like, oh, I love drinking. This is an easy way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but so Sam is on a case. Uh, while Dean was kind of snoozing, he he picked up this this case, and uh, he's saying that the the hands and feet are cut off of these grown men. Uh, they've been they've been thrown against the walls. They have this symbol carved into their chest. Um, and Dean is like, "What do you? I honestly don't even know what you're talking about because I don't pay attention to anything you do anymore, Sam." <laughs> Dean is so clearly checked out of this that it's kind of ridiculous. Like he's just he's just obviously like does not give a shit about this. He's like, "I don't even know if this is our case." And Sam's like. They're carving things into people's chest and cutting off their hands, and you're not yeah, like, he's a like little did you bit- even read the case? And he's like, well, no, I didn't. <laughs> but <laughs> I, uh, he's just, I like, he is just so, uh, and he gets accused of this earlier. Like, he's just so out of this. Like, his his head is not in the game, right? Right. Uh, but from there, they head straight to what that cor- coroner's office, I guess, uh, the morgue where mm-hmm. the, the the body of the latest victim is being kept. Um, and uh, the they they. You know, checking out the body, they're confirming all the things that we saw happen to this body already. But they do learn that the last victim before this, because this is not the first one, this is, you know, one in a series, the last victim was able to bite his attacker before he was killed. Uh, and they tested that flesh that was stuck in his teeth, uh, and it didn't match anything, not just in their system, but it didn't match anything human, period. Uh, and so now Sam is like, Dean, does this sound like it's our type of thing? Like, <laughs> come on. I love, uh, number one, during this interaction, the uh, morgue attendant, who's going to be kind of a little miniature guest star throughout this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Dean, like, share, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, you're working late, but you get good benefits, right? And Dean's like, oh, yeah, man, 10% yeah. off all prescriptions. <laughs> it's like, just generic. No, 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 the real stuff. And Sam is like, I what love this fuck? dude. And I was so sure that he was going to die because he was like likable throughout it but no he's just like in it like three or four times it's just a nice fella yeah he's just a he's and he's really helpful too as we'll see a little bit later super Uh, helpful (laughs) as they're walking out like dean kind of grudgingly admits like okay i guess this is i guess this could be in our wheelhouse and sam's like yeah you know doesn't identify as anything in the world as usually what sells it for me (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) definitely not not you know (laughs) definitely our case 
Um, and then, so Sam's like, okay, like I'm gonna go get some coffee. Let's go back to, um, let's take the case files back to the hotel and like let's get cranking on some research. And Dean's just like, nah, bro, I'm not gonna do that. You go do that. I'm gonna go to the bar. <laughs> yeah, he's just heads right off to the bar. Um, and Sam is like, okay, whatever. Like he's get, clearly getting like more and more fed up with uh, the way the Dean is handling all this stuff. Yeah, and uh, it's it's going to be kind of throughout this episode that Sam is just incredibly frustrated with Dean, and uh, and he's just kind of mad all of the time too, which is makes sense for him, I guess. But also, it's not really something that we've seen. He just seems exasperated with Dean constantly. He's just like, I, mm-hmm. I can't control you because you're a grown ass man and my brother, but we're we're on a team. Like, I'm gonna need yeah. I need a teammate to be able to do this. So I just got a, a crazy sense of deja vu, and I don't even mean that sarcastically. Like this this does happen a lot in the. Uh, the last couple episodes where it seems like Sam's getting more and more frustrated with dealing with, with Dean's kind of current state of affairs. Uh, but it did just get a serious case of deja vu. Anyway, we go to this bar and Dean is just like, we cut to Dean immediately flirting it up. He is in there. Uh, he's knee deep in the flirt zone. <laughs> knee deep in the flirt zone sounds real bad. It makes yeah. the flirt zone sound, sound like a lot sound. worse, man. Yeah. <laughs> Frame rate sucks. <laughs> Frame rate sucks in Flirt Zone. Uh, is that like that's like the third level on a Sonic game? Is what I'm hearing? Flirt Zone. <laughs> yes, the Flirt Zone. Everything's pink and like hearts come off of it mm-hmm. when you get the rings. It's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, he's uh he's pretending to be an investment banker uh mm-hmm. to because he's you how know, does he, Dean even know what that is? How does how does Dean know what insurance plans are like for that matter? Like Dean's yeah. Dean, Dean absorbs the knowledge just by being in the world somehow. Um, it's. <laughs> he's uh he's flirting well, a I whole guess he's lot just like any regular human that just, way. yeah he's just probably a person that's what it comes <laughs> down to um he's immediately like just like chatting this woman up and it's the camera work in this scene is very bizarre because it like it's z- just all super zoomed in on their eyes and their mouths and i'm like what are you, am I, I supposed to kiss the screen at this point and i like I, I get it like that's what you do when you flirt right like you kind of mm-hmm. linger on their eyes or you linger on their lips or, or whatever like i know that that's the, the kind of idea that they were going for but it feels just like absurdly like it's weird it's weird it's almost like porn it's weird it's just it's way porny. too close yeah yeah um so they, they so, just, now they're up to their elbows in the flirt zone right now and i'm like whoa buddy what happened in the knee like stuff <laughs> so uh they take it one step further and uh she says let's get out of here and uh yeah. take, takes him home where we get this scene set to uh are you ready for love no it's not i wish it was it's, um, it's, uh, was it <laughs> you shook me all night long which they've actually so used they, went, before. they just went from the flirt zone to the bone zone they are now like, in the bone zone and uh like this kind of aggressive bone zone too like she's kind mm-hmm. of pushing him around a little bit you could tell dean's like i've never been with a woman that has done this before so like they're kind of <laughs> posturing to each other and uh he also hasn't been with a woman in like two years i i just want to say that uh dean's reaction when this woman takes off her bra like makes me think that he has not seen uh, a woman's breast in quite some time like it's been yeah i'm not gonna well, get it watching he's just watching hentai so yeah he hasn't, seen, hasn't a real seen a real woman <laughs> Um, but this this whole sex scene is intercut with um, a another man getting murdered in the same way. Mm-hmm. So like while you shook me all night long is going on, and while Dean is like rolling around the same like two rolls, <laughs> it's, I guess that's his sex move is the roll. Yeah, uh, gotta roll him over. It's the, it's the tuck and roll. <laughs> the tuck and roll. The, the patented Dean Winchester sex move. Um, we get the scene with this dude is getting carved up, and you know he has the the symbol carved in his chest, and his arms and legs are being cut off. So it's kind of mm-hmm. 
like it's kind of creepy. <laughs> and, yeah, it's also definitely ca- a lot. Ca- it's a lot. Uh, I don't. I'm not a huge fan. There's a lot of, yeah, of sex, sex and death or sex and violence yeah. all happening at once. And yeah, I'm not a huge fan of sex scenes in Supernatural or just in general. Like I don't. I just don't care. Um, but it's it's definitely doing something here. It's probably supposed to be warning us of something that all this violence is happening at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. It should be warning us of something. Just whenever we see one of their tattoos, I'm always like, oh yeah. Like we rarely ever see Dean's tattoo. I feel like cause Sam at least was shirtless in season six, but we haven't mm-hmm. seen Dean shirtless in season four. And yes, I'm keeping track. For as uh for as hunky as these boys are, like it's all a face hunk. Like and I know that they're they have they have shredded bodies as as you do, but uh like they're they're mostly just pure face hunks and I kinda I kinda appreciate that. Yeah. Because yeah. I know, you know, my own body is only slightly less um shredded than yes. Dean Winchester's. So and right. I know like you, you're 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 very much a Sam. Um Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At that twenty-eight waistline. That, yep. it's, it's <laughs> literally I, twenty-eight waistline, my, forty-two chest line, right? <laughs> my perfect hourglass shape. <laughs> uh, so the next morning, uh, Dean arrives with Sam at the, at the scene of a crime scene. Dean is looking very worse for wear, and uh, just like kind of looking like he may have slept at somebody else's house the night before. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. And this is funny because at least Sam is kind of like, oh, whatever, you got laid. Like, that's kind of funny. Uh, and Dean's like, yep, I can't do it like I used to, man. Like, I am worse for wear this morning. <laughs> yeah, I think I might be getting too old for this. You think, Dean? You think maybe? So, like, as much as, as, much as Sam a, is like, yeah, as much as Dean, or Sam is clearly, like, upset with Dean for, like, most of this, I do like that he keeps ragging on him about this. But I can't tell, like, the tone of his um, his teasing here. I'm like, are you mad at him? Or do you just think it's funny? Like, what is happening here? Yeah, and it's it's going to be a weird reversal where uh, like normally you would expect Dean to kind of hit it and forget it, and then uh, hit it, quit it, and then forget it. Uh, but this time, like throughout the episode, he's going to be like calling Lydia, who is the mm-hmm. the name of the the woman that he had sex with last night, and and Sam just constantly fucks with him about it. Like, oh wow, you're not just going to you know you know you're not just going to not call her, and you're not going to just d- dump her at the end of the day or whatever. You're actually calling her the next day. Like, what's happening? He's like, yeah. Sam, calm down. <laughs> calm down just a little bit. This is my love life you're talking about here. Yeah. So uh, they're at the next crime scene. That yes. guy who was murdered while while Dean was in the bone zone. Mm-hmm. Um, would you would you I say mean, first, uh, would you say neck deep in the bone zone? Yeah, hundred percent neck deep in the mm-hmm, bone zone. Mm-hmm. Um, practically up to his chin. Uh, so. Their first issue here is that they need an expert on this shit, and they don't have Bobby anymore. He was their expert for everything. He was their go-to guy for for a while now. Notice they haven't really had to like visit a college campus since like season one, practically. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. Yeah, because they they have an expert all of a sudden. They have a college professor living in uh living in a junkyard somewhere, uh, but he's gone now. So they uh they show up. They're they're investigating the body. Um, uh, the guy's neighbor, the victim's name is Jerry. Uh, his neighbor comes by. He says, like, yeah, he, you know, he was a good guy, but, um, you know, a couple nights ago, his, his, he had a one-night stand, and his, his wife found out and left him. Um, so, I mean, that's generally, like, a red flag. Okay, you know, maybe some witchcraft is going on here, you know, typical supernatural style, mm-hmm. but this woman, this this guy's ex-wife didn't kill all of these other people, so clearly there's something um, bigger at play here. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, we're also introduced, our, our, our very friendly Moore guy is there. And um, mm-hmm. but we're also introduced to a, a detective that's going to be showing up that's also investigating this case. Yeah. Um, she's not named, I don't think. Or if they name her, that I don't ever remember it. So it doesn't matter. Because <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> it. Um, 
So after the interview, they're walking out, and Dean realizes uh, he's lost Bobby's flask. So he has to call mm-hmm. Lydia because he's assuming that he uh, left it at Lydia's house the night before. So he calls Lydia, and this is where you know Sam starts kind of making fun of him a little bit. Um, and Lydia is very distant on the phone. She's like, yeah, kinda, she doesn't want to talk to him. Does not want to talk to him. Like, I've been real busy. Uh, yeah, no, you can't come over. I'll look for your whatever, like kind of thing. Um, and again, just completely brushes him off. And then the camera zooms out, and we see that she is nine months pregnant. Like she she's is, like a hundred months pregnant. This chick is, is pregnant. Dude. She is very pregnant. She is pregnant. Uh, she's all the way pregnant. She is all the way pregnant. You don't. That, she's not just a little pregnant, Chris. She is. She's got twins. Like if she, I didn't know better, I'd say she had twins. <laughs> if I didn't know what better, I'd say I'd have to hunt those twins. Yeah. <laughs> um. And this so, is weird. This is weird, man. She's super pregnant. Uh, I gotta say, when uh, when when stuff like this happens in in science fiction, when you have like rapidly aging, uh, rapid fire like pregnancies and and rapid mm-hmm, aging, mm-hmm. it just kind of weirds and grosses me out because it's gotta take a real toll on that body. Yeah, like you don't go from zero to a uh, hundred months pregnant overnight without feeling like some some growing pains. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's not a gra- mm-hmm. like she had to see that belly getting bigger, which yeah. is well, she, they're weird. superhumans. The Amazons are superhumans. I know, but still, man, it's just 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 it's, it's a lot. Yeah, I know for sure. Just Especially a lot of twins, things weird me about it. this episode. I just don't like it because it's like weird body horror stuff. It's mm-hmm. not even this isn't necessarily horror, but it's like. Also, yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they, uh, we go to a commercial break, and then we immediately come back, and we see Lydia giving birth, and she's surrounded by these like other cult women. It's very are, like Rosemary's Baby shit. Like all of a sudden, very, very culty, very creepy. Yeah, you know, close your mind to the pain. We're all here with you. Mm-hmm. This is for the tribe, kind of stuff. Uh, very, very odd and weird. And again, I just don't. I, I just, man, it just seems a little weird because as soon as she finishes having the baby, they name it Emma. And then they, the chick is just like like cult super mom. normal name for yeah. like a like a freak. Uh, I mean, <laughs> monster baby. Whatever. Hey, his name is Sam, Chris. That's a super normal name too. Extremely true. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, they uh, as soon as that she finishes with Emma, uh, the the cult mom just goes next. Like as, apparently they've got a whole line of these that they, yeah. they got to get through, which makes you wonder. Yeah. How much? How many dudes are they killing? <laughs> like, makes, makes you wonder how many chicks did Dean sleep with last night? <laughs> oh God! Um, so Sam and Dean, as you mentioned, they were looking for a uh, an expert, and uh, so they they finally go to this campus college and they meet Professor Morrison, um, who is going to be the 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 resident expert for the for this episode, and uh, he is kind of an unwilling player in all of this because they're, yeah, they're yeah. Fr- fronting to be the FBI, but um, he immediately asked for remuneration. And and like they're like we're not going to give you any money, dude. Like we'll just put in a good word with you for, with, for yeah. you with the IRS. <laughs> it's funny because like it's I, I wish that this almost made mattered more to the plot in some way because I like the idea of them having to work with this dude who just wants to get paid by the FBI, but they don't work for the FBI. So it's like <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, whatever, dude. Uh, it doesn't really. It just it's almost throwaway jokes because he's like oh my my house cleaner needs a green card and they're like okay yeah sure we'll, we'll give you that please do this research for us um it's maybe it's just supposed to kind of bring out the fact that like you know bobby always worked for free and like uh it was something super convenient for them to rely on now like the first person they find is like yeah well you're gonna pay me for this right uh, just to put the boys at even more of a loss than they usually are mm-hmm. and and 
I just want to talk about it here because it's going to come out throughout the episode. Dean hates this dude. Like he is yeah. just, he is annoyed yeah. at the idea that they have to consult this dude with anything because the guy is just a civilian. You know, he says like, oh yeah, this is going to, I'm going to have to do some research on this, uh, on the symbol. And they're like, okay, we'll mm-hmm. be back tomorrow. And he's like, no, 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 no. I, this is going to take me weeks or months. And, and Dean's like, what the fuck, dude? Like people are dying. But also Dean, this is just a professor. <laughs> like he's just a guy. Yeah. He's like, also he's like, this usually takes me like an entire sabbatical to research, but you need it by tomorrow. And I do understand they're putting the pressure on, like, we have a serial killer, like, out right now. Like, we need to, we need to get this information fast and efficiently. Uh, you, don't, you don't have several weeks. Like, please just find it out by tomorrow or, like, find out whatever you can by tomorrow. Get us on the right track. Uh, and then they, they kind of have an argument about Bobby, how this guy's not a replacement for Bobby. If, like, of course, and Sam's trying to adopt him as, like, a new father figure suddenly. Uh, they, they have this argument, basically, you know, like, they both miss him. But Dean is still just pissed that they're even like bothering to resort to some dude like this, uh, and he's like, "All right, screw this. I'm going back to get that flask. Like, I'm not, I'm not waiting for her to call me back." Yeah, and this is where, uh, like, he ca- he tries to call Lydia again, and she doesn't answer his call. And Sam is like, "You know, I can't believe you're calling. I can't believe you're so hung up on this chick. What are you? you, you are you in love with her?" And he's and Dean's like, "You're enjoying this just a little bit too much, than, <laughs> more than you're supposed to. Like, calm, calm your ass down a little bit, Sammy." Um, he goes he goes over there to Lydia's and then she immediately calls him Don, which is very good. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to see yep. Don Winchester from now yep. on. Uh, <laughs> he's the he's the New York brother. He's the New York brother. Uh, did we talk about that? I think we just texted yeah, about that. Yeah, you texted me. Um <clears throat> this uh throughout this episode Don Don I almost called him Don. <laughs> <laughs> Don Winchester has like this weird New York accent thing happening, which is Yeah, I don't know. Like a, Dean like a, doesn't do it sometimes. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Like Yeah, yeah. Tell what Jensen. I'm going to do. Yeah, it, it's just it's just very weird because it comes up a lot in this episode like i wonder if he was like hanging out with somebody at this point like <laughs> does he have a best friend who's doing this um but yeah so he goes over to lydia's house she calls him don and says yeah i found your flask uh come on in and, and get it and that's when he sees emma who is now like a toddler in this in this uh toddler cage what do they call those cribs it's a toddler cage a it's crib. A toddler cage yeah <laughs> so uh he, he's like oh i didn't know you had a baby and it's like kind of being this like charming like oh how old is she is she your own and like you could tell she's a little nervous about him being in the room mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh and then he gets a call from sam so he's like oh excuse me he's already gotten the flashback at this at this point so that's mm-hmm. no longer an issue um because uh, so he, he steps out of them to take this phone call and then he leans back and he hears uh, the child's voice, but it's not the voice of a toddler being like, ah, 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 whatever, you know, toddler speak. It's like, mommy, who is that? It's like the voice of like a, a 12 year old girl coming out of this toddler. Very. I just, again, like this, I don't know why this stuff bothers me so much, Chris. I just don't like the, the weird voice coming out of the toddler's mouth and like, ugh, just like, who is that man? Mommy. I just don't, ugh, it just, I don't toddler shouldn't speak like that shouldn't be happening. It's weird. <laughs> I also, it, We'll we'll talk about it when we get to the 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 end game. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna save that question for. A little but he's bit. still not telling Sam any of this. He's like, gotta go, and he hangs up on him. Yeah, um, Dean is is being very kind of like standoffish with Sam like, all through this episode. Just not yeah. just not giving a shit about what happens to Sam at all. And it's also like are they starting to like sow the seeds of him being like, well, I don't want Sam to kill this thing because I think it's my because ba- like it does that wouldn't make any sense. This, that's all baloney. So anyway, back to Sam. He's checking out the next body um, down at the the morgue or whatever, and uh, the lead detective comes in and she starts sniffing around Sam, asking he him why the FBI is even there. Like they got this covered, uh, and Sam is at a little bit of a loss. And the coroner, thank the coroner, thankfully is like, oh, that's because uh, this killer has crossed state lines and 
the same thing has happened in Miami or wherever. You know, he mm-hmm. names a couple of the cities, and Sam is like, "Yeah, exactly what he said." Um, yeah, it's so definitely that's the cold the cases. Reason. I definitely remembered about all of those. By the way, do you have a copy of them so that I can read yeah. them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sam immediately does. Uh, but it's never good when the uh, when the, the actual cops start catching on to their shit. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, this this chick is being a little weird, too, because she's like, well, hey, wrap this case up pretty quick. We've got other stuff we've got to work on. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. homie, like, dudes are dying. Like, this is a serious, like, you should be kind of maybe focused on this. (laughs) This is a big deal. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's here that we learned that the Cobalt Room, which is the name of the the bar that that Dean met Lydia at, uh, a few of the other local victims also went there, also met women there, also died later. Uh, Sam starts putting the pieces together, and he's like, oh, shit. Um, so cut back to Dean sitting outside, or Don, excuse me, um, that's New York Dean. Uh, he's, he's sitting out or staking out outside of, um, Lydia's house across the street in an old car, uh, with the binoculars out, checking things out. Uh, and he sees the women from the, the birth scene. He obviously doesn't know they're from the birth scene, but we, we do, we know Mm -hmm. that. Uh, yeah, they're there. They're looking for Emma. And, um, this is when Sam calls again. And accuses Dean of being obsessed with her, which he kind of is. Like I can definitely get that, but you know, yeah. Dean Dean responds to that with like, "Look, I've been I've been swimming in weird all day. Like something I've been eating at the buffet of strange. That's all what day. it is. That's what it is. I've been it's eating at the buffet of strange. That sounds like the title for the next uh, uh, Doctor Strange movie coming soon. Yeah, um, the title of the next supernatural porn fan fiction I'm writing. <laughs> uh, so Dean. D- as he's kind of just blows off Sam again, um, he also sees Emma and uh, like, there's a, there's a scene where I guess we're supposed to uh, figure out that he hears Lydia call her Emma um, as she's mm-hmm. coming outside. She says like, Emma come here or something. So he knows that it's the same girl, but now the girl is like eight or 10. He later says that the girl is five, which seems a little young for me, but I don't, like uh, the girl looks Honestly, like I don't 10. understand like, how aging works. I don't I call everybody under like seven a baby. Sure. Um, yeah, that seems I was describing somebody the other day and I was like, yeah, she was with her baby. Uh, and Jess was like, is it an actual baby? I was like, it was a toddler, I guess. And she was like, well, does it say toddler? I was like, but it was, it's a baby. They're all babies. It's <laughs> yeah, the they're same all babies. thing. Look, if you're less than uh, 15 years old, I don't, I basically don't need to be speaking to you. So yeah, just, just leave me alone. <laughs> um, my favorite line here though, is, is, is he watches, uh, all of the, the, the as he watches Emma and the cult ladies get into the car and drive off, he he mutters under his breath, "I hate it when this happens." And <laughs> <laughs> like, Dean, how many times have you had a one night stand with a monster and had a baby yep. the next day? Like, yep. what, does that happen a lot? What's yep. going on, man? Tell now, me. D- and, and Dean doesn't know this, but Emma has just been taken off with a job to do, um, to make things even uh, even spookier. True. Um, so yeah, he he kind of. Now we're back together. The boys are together, stay, squatting in whatever weird house they're in. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Nobody notices them doing this ever, apparently. Um, but yeah, Dean uh, kind of catches Sam up with everything that's going on and how you know Emma was just a toddler. Uh, first of all, she wasn't there because that's the type of thing that you notice when you go for a one night stand. Um, yeah, she, first she wasn't there, then she was a toddler, and then she was like you know elementary school age. Like she's she's rapidly aging, and her name was Emma both times. Um, <laughs> Sam's counter argument to this is that george foreman named all of his kids george sure yeah which is i mean sure i guess yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny that uh like the amount the links that the hunter has to go to to convince another hunter that they have a case 
Because sometimes it's sometimes it's hey look a guy died in a locked room okay let's drive across the country and investigate and other times yeah. it's I saw a child grow up from you know zero to sixteen in two days well well I mean come on are you <laughs> sure it's one of ours like oh yeah. hold up uh, it's it's just very weird how that works out uh, there's a moment in this exchange um, Dean sits down and uh, hands uh, uh, what's his name Sam. That's, that's the other brother, yeah. right? Yeah. You got it. No, you got it. Oh, man. I've really got to start studying for this podcast. Um, <laughs> I really got to stop drinking. <laughs> uh, hands Sam a beer and uh, is trying to convince Sam that this is an actual thing. And Sam just does like a little shrug that is probably is one of my favorite Sam moments that I've ever seen in my entire life. Like he just does this like kind of because I think he's I think Dean says like, are, are you intentionally screwing with me here? And, and Sam just goes, nah. <laughs> just, it's just like, really maybe funny. I, am. I don't know. And I don't care. Um, so now we go to uh, Cult Central, where Emma, as a as 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 a baby, as someone that's under seven years old, probably um, is in a line with a bunch of other a bunch of other girls of similar ages, and uh, the cult mom is handing out these weird looking pieces of meat that look super super gross and and definitely like you should not eat them, as well as glasses of milk, and uh, is giving this whole speech yeah, about meat and milk, the old meat and milk trick, the, the old the old meat and milk. Uh, it's what M M&M and M stand for. I don't know if you know that. That's all that's in yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I know that. They're just they're just chocolate covered bits of meat that are sit on the shelf yeah. for ages. It smells yeah, they're just, awful. They're doing this weird meat milk ritual, mm-hmm. and uh, they're talking about blood missions or something that they have to do. Yeah, and how this meat is an offering to the the one that created us, and the you know the one that they serve. Um, which they extremely they, normal, super normal. Yeah, definitely not, not nothing, nothing weird here. And then uh, Sam and Dean get a phone call from the professor, and it's time for a full-on presentation. Like he literally sits them down in a classroom yeah. and has slides. I think this is great. Does the whole professor thing? Shows them like the curse mark from from Bloodborne or Berserk or whatever it mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm. Um, and and this is when he breaks it down uh, with th- what's going on. So basically, there was an Amazon tribe. They right. uh, were a women only. They had no use for men, but um, just using them for, uh, I almost said fertility, but I guess that's not the correct word. Just using them for babies, basically. Like they would use them for babies. Yeah. He he basically says like, hey, they they worship a goddess named Harmonia. I think or Harmonia. I think that's what they said. Harmonia. Yeah, Harmonia. Yeah. Um, Harry Potter's friend. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm jumping ahead a little bit because we don't know that yet. Um, they yeah, just no, know he, that- the 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 professor tells us about Harmonia. Okay. Um, how they would, um. Would couple with or she cup harmonia coupled with with Ares, the god of war, to produce these Amazons, and then she started giving, I think, strength, like super strength, to the Amazons, so that they could um, basically start an army by ha- using men, having these babies like instantly, uh, and then getting rid of the men. Uh, and they, I think they were using the men as like sacrifice to pay tribute to Harmonia to give them more strength. Uh, that whole ritual type thing. Exactly right. Uh, Dean makes a joke about like a Wonder Woman, and he and then and the, the professor says something about like, "Oh no, those are just pervy comic books or whatever." And I'm like, yeah. "So, you, so you definitely read them, then, don't you, Professor?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So meanwhile, uh, we find out that this the detective that's kind of been hassling these dudes um, is actually part of the cult. She's been mm-hmm. she's been investigating uh, Sam and Dean. They none of their credentials hold up, and then she calls the cult mom and basically says like, "Hey." Do you, do you remember that that cross country killing spree, spree that those weird she brothers just finds their fucking records? Like, how has nobody else ever done no, this? Literally, nobody has ever done this. It's so amazing that it's taken seven seasons for for their for their you know cover to fail them at some point. Uh, it's 
But the coat mom is kind of just not disturbed. She's just like, yeah, we've taken care of hunters before. We we're already going to kill one of them, so we'll just add the other one to the agenda. No, NBD. Yeah. We got this. NBD. No sweat. No sweat. Don't worry about it. Uh, back at the hotel, uh, Sam does some, some more research and finds out that the professor didn't get into some of the weirder cult habits uh, of this Amazonian tribe. Namely, milk. The, ex- namely the milk and uh, <laughs> the extreme quickness with which their their offspring grow and how fast they get yes, pregnant. Yes. And uh, the slowing grow, excuse me, the growing horror of Dean's face as he puts it all together and realizes that he be a daddy is really, really yeah. great. I like that Sam specifically says, well, the lore says, and it's just, I'm, I'm very happy whenever they use the word lore. lore. In Absolutely. Yeah. I'm still <laughs> never going to get lore. over the fact that time that uh, Sam had to go to a church to s- check out the local lore, <laughs> the local lore. <laughs> Cause that's where uh, you store all the local lore at some yeah. random church. Yeah. So this is dawning horror on Dean as he realizes what's happening. He realizes that, that baby's probably his, and it's probably growing the ranks of the Amazon warriors. Mm-hmm. And he is um, extremely skeeved out about all this. He does not like it. Uh, and Sam actually, and good for Sam because I, I wouldn't have thought about this. Sam is like, really, Dean? Like, just some random girl you picked up. You didn't. You're not even going to use protection or anything. And Dean's like, I did. I just, I just accidents happen. And then he kind of starts thinking about all of the stuff that happened. And he's like, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, not, not I just I like the fact that he chides him for not using protection. Like, yeah, I don't you know should, if it's, it's better. Yeah, I don't know if it's here or if it's a little later when he's just like, why would she be interested in you anyway? He's yeah. like, well, I kind of maybe told her that I was like a super successful banker and not just some skeevy hunter guy. Yeah, because uh, it seems like they're they're going for like a specific type of man, like good looking. Um, and we, I mean, we got that part down, uh, but with somebody who's successful and has a lot going on for them, rather than just um, uh. uh Dean, just the reality of Dean yeah. beyond the hotness. Except just, 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 just Dean. He's not. He doesn't. He's not a really good dude. If you think about it, no. real hard. No. Um, uh, but yeah, but they've been digging through Bobby's stuff. They have no idea what they're looking for. And suddenly, Dean says, "Hey, these papers just moved. Like these papers on this table, they just moved on their own." Um, and Sam doesn't believe him at first, but he's like, "No, dude. Like they were not here, and now they are." So Sam busts out the EMF detector. I was like, "Fuck yeah, hell gamer. yeah." Um, but so the, it's things. It's going nuts. It's going. It's out of control. Would you say uh, that it then, is orbing like crazy? It's this place is orbing like crazy. Um, <laughs> it's just it's just off the charts. Uh, but then Sam is like, "Yeah, there's power lines outside, which would affect the EMF detector, uh, and there's an open window with a breeze coming through. So maybe that's how the papers moved." But Dean is like, "No, no, I think it's the flask." Suddenly, you know, there has been a few things before. A couple episodes ago, a beer bottle got emptied mm-hmm. without Sam or Dean drinking it. Um, and now Dean's kind of finally coming out and saying it. I think that Bobby is attached to this flask. He doesn't say it in so many words, but Sam kind of gets mad and he refuses to believe it. Uh, and you can tell Dean is like, why the hell are you getting so worked up about this? But Sam doesn't want to believe it because he, or he refuses to believe it because he wants it to be true. He knows that that's what they want and he knows that's what they're going to think. So he's trying to shut that train of thought out. It's, he knows it's just wishful thinking and that by believing in that, they're only going to cause themselves more pain. And also they, they did burn, you know, Bobby's yeah, body. They burned Bobby's body. So, so. Like it's, it's not very likely that Bobby could come back as a ghost. Uh, also, Chris, let's talk about this for a minute. If an EMF okay. detector doesn't work nuts. around yeah. power lines, sure. like the kinds of which you might find, in a Everywhere. wall mm-hmm. where does it work exactly um <laughs> what <nowhere>. is, <laughs> like like half of like what ghost hunters was was them being like going up to people's power boxes and being like man you need to get this fixed like 
this shit's kind of like all wacky. Like if you fix this, you might not think that you're seeing ghosts anymore. And in like 2005, young Chris, whatever year it was, young Chris was like, see, these guys are the real deal because they tell you sometimes your house isn't haunted because you just, you just got crazy wires. If you just, but then sometimes they find ghosts. Why would they find ghosts sometimes but crazy wires other times? It's gotta be real, right? Mystery Chris, solved. He, he believed all that shit. Did, uh, um, did we talk about this on the show that when you sent me the, was it you that sent me the BuzzFeed mystery thing? Just the, uh, whatever those two dudes are that like do the BuzzFeed I show. I think it about. was, uh, I think, I think it was Jesse who sent it to you. Yeah. But just, I also was talking to you about it because I also watched that show sometimes. Man, that, there were, there's a scene in that where the, the, the dude is, as the, um, as the straight man in the operation as the one that's not afraid of ghosts or anything. Mm-hmm. Like they go into a hotel room and he just like screams and the other guy comes running in and like, what you do? Oh my God, what is it? What is it? He goes, this is an amazing bathroom. And I'm just oh, like, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. 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 <laughs> this is so good. Yeah, I don't know why that, that, that stuck out in my mind, but yeah. <laughs> where do EMF detectors work? It's just ridiculous. In the woods. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, so this page that Dean is saying got blown in the wind, or Sam, whatever. Yeah. They, so Sam decides to take this to uh, the the professor because yeah. it's in it's in Greek, and it's you know Greek. who read, read Greek was Bobby, um, and and also helpfully Dean mentions and Greek people. So good job. <laughs> uh, we go back to the to the cult, and the cult is uh, now branding all of these women who are now yeah. like young teenagers. So like they're you know they're sixteen seventeen year old looking and they're branding them with the uh, the symbol that they carve into men's chest after they kill them and chop off their their limbs mm-hmm. um, on the inside of their wrist. So yeah, not great. Um, yeah. So while that's happening, Sam is over at the professor and he's saying like I need you to read this and translate it immediately. Um, and the guy's like, well, you're gonna have to sweeten the pot a little bit. And he's like, okay, we'll take the uh, wiretap out of your house that we that we have. He's just making shit up at this point that like the FBI would be doing. Um, well, you know, we'll give you your privacy back. 2012. I was thinking about this because this whole line kind of stuck out to me. It's kind of a weird one. And uh, 2012 was around the time that we started getting like um, information started leaking out of uh, like that the NSA was actively uh-huh, like wiretapping uh-huh. um, you know people in America like citizens so i'm thinking that this was just a reference to some stuff like that so i it's just one of those like really really hammy supernatural references that i'm like okay supernatural i see you. right i see what you're yeah. doing um so first the guy is just taking his sweet time he's like admiring the paper that the greek is written on the same was like oh my god and he's like where did you get this And he's like a crazy old drunk genius and he was like yep they always have the best stuff <laughs> i really like that um but dean is by himself back wherever they're staying in the apartment. I don't know where the mm-hmm. hell they are. Uh, and teenage Emma shows up at his door. Um, and to, to everybody's surprise, she's asking for help. Uh, and to Dean's surprise, well, at this point, he's not really surprised, but she says, like, I, I need your help because you are my father. Yep. Um, she says that she's escaped uh, from this cult. She doesn't want any more milk. Uh, and she wants Dean's help to, am, to get away. I am lactose intolerant, and I have made some bad cult decisions. Yeah. Is what's happening. <laughs> this is uh, based pretty heavily around milk. Uh, Do you guys, you is guess. there like a Kool Aid version of this I could get into? Do you in guys somewhere? have any? Please. <laughs> Anything but milk. Okay, no. All right. Well, I'll be in the bathroom for most of the night then. Again. <laughs> I mean, you guys know what's going to happen to me, right? Like we've been through this every every Friday night with the ritual, right? You know what happens to me. There's two rituals that happen. <laughs> One of them happens late Friday night into early Saturday morning, and I hardly get any sleep. <laughs> and none of you, and none of you like it. I know you. I, you're I, always I, knocking, I, asking I, to get in. You know what I'm doing in here. I see the looks, but everybody does it. Okay, I just do it more. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't want the milk. <laughs> Stop making me. I'll, I'll eat the weird meat, okay? The meat I'll is not a problem. Give me the weird meat. Can I wash it down with anything? Else? I'll eat her weird meat. I don't care. Just, <laughs> just give me a glass of water. God damn it. <laughs> I'll kill my dad today. I don't care, but I don't want any more milk. <laughs> Just, just fucking truckloads of Bordens backing up to this cult house, <laughs> just unloading it. <laughs> just this poor milk delivery guy. You need how much tomorrow? Oh, it's the ritual oh. again, right? Uh, anyway. <clears throat> as, so as we're getting uh, Emma in her milk debacle, asking Dean for help, at the same time, Sam is getting this translation, uh, this translation from the from the Greek, and it's not the uh, adult Amazons who kill the the fathers. It's the the children, the daughters who go and kill the fathers. Um, so Sam is like, oh shit, better get back to Dean because if he really is the father of this girl, she's going to show up soon and uh, and kill him. And Sam obviously doesn't realize that she already has. So he takes off, but the Amazon detective, I mean, yeah, we've realized she's an Amazon at this point. Uh, she catches Sam and she's like, yo, motherfucker, I know who you are. And suddenly we see her eyes change and they get this kind of red, like, almost bruised uh, My Chemical Romance music video mm-hmm. look around them. Very goth. Um, mm-hmm. And it, fla- it flashes quickly, and then she takes Sam, and she just hurls him across the room, as we know that they can do. And uh, she just fucks this shit right up. Um, and just this... We get a lot of this this season from Sam, of him being on the ground and her approaching him, and he just pulls out his gun, and he shoots her right in the chest, and that's it. Uh, he just shoots her dead. Wow, you just, you and, just ran us right through this episode, huh? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to talk a little bit about like the conversation that Dean is having with uh, Emma because I think it gets into. We're some not emotions. there yet. He killed. <laughs> he shoots. He shoots the the Amazon adult in the chest and then realizes that his oh, phone is I'm broken. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed. Uh, yeah, so, I got. Yeah. I got confused where we were. Yeah. I thought you were just no. jumping to the end of the episode. I'm no, like, no, 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 Chris no, no. has a has an appointment or something. Yeah, I got. <laughs> did, did you drink a little um, milk earlier, bud? I drink too much, <laughs> <Yeah>. brother. <laughs> I've been part of this meat and milk ritual for far too long. <laughs> It's not even good meat. It's chicken nuggets from the supermarket, and it's not sitting well with my stomach. Um, so yeah, he he pops this lady, but and and that's all it takes. Just just a bullet. I don't know mm-hmm. if he had a silver bullet. I feel like he probably just packed silver to begin with. Who knows? Um, that's gotta be expensive. He, he drops her, and but he also realizes that his phone was destroyed when he was when he was tossed. So that's no, that's a no good. He has to now uh, speed his way back to Dean, and he can't just warn him. So. During all of this, Emma and Dean are, are catching up, and Emma is basically laying on all of the the guilt trip that she knows how to do. First off, really impressed by her vocabulary for being alive for four days. Like when yeah. I was when I was four days old, I had zero vocabulary. I had no ability to put words together. And she's yeah, making sure. like sweet sixteen references, so she's actually like absorbed a little bit of culture in the last four days, which I think is yeah. is pretty good. Um, she's laying on the the, the daddy issues really 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 thick. At one point, she says, "I know you don't want me." Um, that kind of stuff, and. You know, like, hey, my, my mom signed me up for this. She's forcing me to do this. I never wanted to do this. You know, look at me. This is, you know, this is my life. And, you know, I can tell you have to you have to be the one to help me. If it's not you, it won't be anybody else. And I don't know what I'll do and all this other stuff. And uh, Dean is very conflicted about this. Like, he barely knows what, how to respond to any of this verbally. Yeah. Um, but as he, I think he offers her some food, right? Um yeah, she says that she's like starving. So like he goes over to the fridge and finds uh, like one burrito and some sliced cheese packets. That's yeah, the most pathetic shit ever. Uh, and then she tries to pull a knife on him. Uh, it's like some big ass golden ceremonial dagger. Uh, but he he's still Dean and whatever else is going on with him. He's still a hunter. So he, he spins. He's got his gun out. He's ready. Um, and now he's just kind of asking her to walk away. Saying like, you haven't hurt anybody yet. So 
let's not do this. Dean doesn't want to shoot her. And I understand why, even though he doesn't have any like actual attachment to her in any way, shape, or form. I think there's still in the back of his head the idea, like, I kind of made this thing, so uh, I don't want to just shoot it. Also, it's a child. Um, but yeah, he tells her to walk away. Uh, Sam is outside listening in on this. Um, and then he finally busts in. Uh, and this is like this is the kicker right here when she looks at Dean and she says, "Please don't let him hurt me." And then she turns back to Sam and he just pops her right in the chest again. And she goes down because everybody dies from one gun bullet, one bullet mm-hmm. shot to the chest. That's how that's how the world works. Mm-hmm. Um, I am weirded out by this 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 whole ending sequence because this is obviously yeah. played out um, before. Uh, very very early on in Supernatural, I want to say it was uh, season one. Uh, like there's a moment where Sam doesn't take the shot, um, and and Dean kind of chides him for it for for choking. Um, yeah. And then you know there's been several cases where they've they've had this question of like, sh- is it okay to kill this person or this thing? And uh, this is unquestionably a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because I mean she's she's a monster. Uh, but in the same way that we dealt with the uh, Kasune, like it feels like it's a thing that you know even though she did try to kill Dean once, like it still feels like she's an underage thing. Right. 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 It feels, it's maybe a child. It feels a little weird. And Sam just completely blows her away, which, you know, Sam is always the more sensitive one. He's the one that always has more sympathy for, for these monsters than Dean does. Uh, mm-hmm. But now there's, now those positions are reversed. And I, I don't know, man, there's just something odd about the ending, about this, this particular scene that I'd, it's very unsettling to me. Like it, it feels like it doesn't. Yeah. It's not bad. Like it, it feels it's, like it. Works. I know what they're trying to do, but it feels like they don't sell it quite right. So it just makes Sam seem kind of bad. I mean, not necessarily. Like she was trying to kill Dean. So technically, like she's she when she said "please don't hurt me," like she was she was acting. Um, but it still feels weird that he shot a kid. Um, and I mean, they're going to talk about it in a minute. They they go to to raid the the base of the amazons and they see that they've all cleared off they're all gone uh so that's that uh and they're dry back um from this and that's when they start to finally have the conversation and sam or, or dean thinks sam is pissed that they weren't able to kill the other amazons but he's like no dude i'm pissed because you were about to let that monster walk away and you gave me a hard time about letting amy walk away and and now you were just going to say, oh, well, it's okay, because now I'm the one making the decision. Um, and it's not a fight that they linger on, but at least they bring it up. Where it seems like, I, I wonder if if Dean had let her go, had let Amy go, if Sam would have in this situation been like, Dean, let's what do you, you want to do here? But it's like Dean has put the idea into Sam's head that like it's a monster, it doesn't matter, you have to kill it. Um where Sam seems like he's kind of like holding himself together, like really clinging to like hunter concepts now and, you know, continuously working to just keep himself sane with Lucifer rattling around his brain. It's like, okay, Dean told me that I wasn't in my right mind when I let Amy go and that he had to go and kill her. Uh, And so now I, I know in my head to keep things straight. It's a monster. We got to kill it. So with all that being said, like, I feel like, okay, that's the excuse for why he does it. At the same time, I wonder how he would have reacted if he had found out after the fact that Dean let the monster go, um, would he been like, what the fuck dude, why'd you let it go? Or like you let her go, but not Amy, you know, it's a similar type of situation and it feels like, I don't know. It's, it's complicated. There's a little bit more going on here. Yeah. And it's, 
you know, it's it's an interesting position when we place our two brothers in. Uh, Sam even mentions this straight out, like your head is not in the game. You've been rattled since Kaz died, and now that Bobby's gone, you just don't you don't even seem to care about any of this. And uh, and that's very true. Like we've, you know, in the in the last episode, maybe or maybe the episode before that, when Frank asked, you know, tells Dean like, "Hey, you should just you should just quit. Like if you can't handle it, then you should just quit." And Dean's right. like, "Oh no, I'm not going to give up on my brother like that." Like he's still holding on to like the, the old reasons that he was doing hunting. Like that. Like this is no longer a family thing anymore. Like Sam is good without you, and we're probably better off without you when you're like this, when you're willing to almost get yourself killed because you can't do the job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it ha- and you know Sam. You mentioned the Lucifer thing, which has been kind of alluded to subtly throughout the last few episodes. Uh, but yeah, he's still like half crazy. Like you have to. I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying crazy like in a pejorative sense, but he's literally got a a, a made up being in his head. He's got memories of Lucifer that are actively fucking with him on a regular basis, right. and he's still getting the job done. Like he still f- puts himself into this work, and he's growing increasingly frustrated with kind of Dean's apathy. And, I, and I'm with you. Like I th- I feel like if Dean had let Amy go. Um, that that would have been it, this conversation may or may not have happened as well. But also, mm-hmm. I feel like Dean not letting her go. Like I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't know, man. Like I, I feel like Sam would probably be yelling at Dean right now anyway, just because he tried to get, he almost got himself killed doing this. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to tell. Yeah, because there is that thing where it seems like Dean was letting his guard down because mm-hmm. he just doesn't care as much. He's like, I'm not gonna kill her. It's it's. I don't know if it's it's complicated in a good way or in a bad way. You know what I mean? Like, um, their their relationship with hunting and like their roles in it and like when to let things go, when to kill things. Like, it, it's come up again and again since season one. Um, it's if it wasn't a little girl, <laughs> if it was an adult, uh, and the situation was the same, and Sam shot her, I think I'd just be like, yeah, I think Sam did the right thing. Um, so it's hard. It's hard to tell. It's it's all weird, um, but I, there there's at least one good Dean line here where he calls Sam up for being just as screwed up as he is. Um, he says, "Well, yeah, literally." He says, "You're just as screwed up as I am. You're just bigger." And Sam is like, "What the hell is what? that supposed to be?" <laughs> Sam's what? And then Dean's like, "I don't know, man." Like he just you know he's just saying anything that comes to his mind at this point. Yeah. So getting through this whole complicated um, should we or should we not kill the monsters situation, Sam just kind of just comes out with it and he just says like i you know at this point i don't care how you deal anymore if you want to drink whatever if you want to drink from bobby's flask whatever um but don't get yourself killed whatever you do just please don't get yourself killed and and dean's only response to that is i'll do what i can yeah and this is where the episode ends and uh mm-hmm. oh no 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 it's not i'm sorry so after this they go to the uh cult house and find it totally gone did we talk about yeah, that, that was earlier yeah yeah, yeah okay. we talked so that yeah they which brings up the question chris um mm-hmm. throughout this episode we learned that there is a pretty large <laughs> cult of women yeah. who every two years <clears throat> go to a town and kill you know what do you think six or seven dudes at one time at least uh, at least ch- 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 you know draw a very specific symbol into their chest and then uh cut off their hands and legs and they do this yeah, every have two years hundreds of gallons of milk shipped to like a weird warehouse amazon.com just is nothing but milk orders they've just got that dash button <laughs> that they keep hammering on uh 
I, why have the hunters not <laughs> dealt with this yet? Like, why? Who are it these? Seems women? like it would be like a way bigger deal. <laughs> this seems almost as bad as the Leviathans. I'm not going to lie. This is yeah. not, this is not yeah. a good situation. But uh, they're just like, oh, whatever. They got away. <laughs> so yeah, they, they, and they don't care. And I looked it up on the Wikipedia because I was kind of curious. And and you know, I, I guess this is could be considered a spoiler. But these guys never show up again. Like they never. We never. I don't think we even mention Amazons ever again. So this is the only time that this happens. Which very weird. I think it. it, it that definitely attributes to like that's always a weird thing in supernatural where something fairly significant pops up and then just disappears for the mm-hmm. out of the show for the rest of the eternity like hey do you remember that like son of satan kid <laughs> yep gone forever gone forever yeah he just teleported that- himself to an island and now he's yep. gone yeah he's probably yep. like you know he's probably 10 now so he's not a baby yeah. but he's not <laughs> a, he can't drive so uh just very weird because they just disappear like that mm-hmm. it's yeah it's definitely a weird thread to leave open but I don't know. They they were trying a lot of different things with this, but it just feels like the gotcha moment is supposed to be like Dean has a kid. Like people will tune in next week to see that. Yep, that it definitely feels like you, some television. You definitely get the idea of like, oh, we we had a hook. Like we want Dean. Like is Dean a dad? Is is something to get you know to put butts in some chairs? Mm-hmm. And this definitely feels like that. Um, it's another example of them kind of wasting. I think like they did this with Kronos and they've done this with the seven deadly sins. Like they, they take these relatively bigger concepts and make them kind of standard in a way that I don't really dig. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be very, very happy with a supernatural that of course has its main storyline, but also had a lot of sub stories that might come back. Um, they don't like, they'll uh, very rarely be a cameo where like, uh, Lenore, I think her name was the vampire from season two shows up again, uh, in season six. And it would be cool if they actually did things like that. An ongoing story, like Gordon, Gordon was a great example of this where he wasn't the main plot, but he showed up a handful of times mm-hmm. and caused problems. And he was his own thing. And be like, okay, now we're getting a Gordon episode and it was tied into the main plot, but there could easily be like a side story thing where they deal with Amazons every once in a while. And, um, I would, I would be cool with that but supernatural either is main plot or it's side stuff and it doesn't tend to stray too much outside of that formula yeah it's and, and this is fine like they're and they're kind of doing yeah. this a little bit with the the whole uh is bobby a ghost kind of thing like they've developed true, that over true. several episodes so i'm, I'm kind of digging that to a certain extent and this isn't a bad episode like no. as far as episodes go it's definitely got a lot of you know gore it's got a lot of creepiness factor with the with the with the super fast growing kid and you know anytime somebody comes up and says the word father at a winchester everybody kind of freaks yeah. out <laughs> so true. it's it's you know and that way and our side characters are so great like the professor that constantly wants you know to be paid for his work was really fun the uh um the dude at the morgue, the coroner guy was really funny. Yeah. Like all of those, all of this kind of serves to be a good episode, but it's just kind of, it's definitely one that when I, 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 when I came upon it in the, uh, you know, when I was looking at the episode list or whatever, and I was like, Oh yeah, that's a little weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And also, uh, I mentioned this right before we started recording. Some of this Amazon stuff feels like vaguely misogynistic in a way that I can't quite identify because yeah. I'm not, I don't know why it is. Yeah. It feels like they're kind of making a bunch of sexist remarks at these people. And I, but they're not like nothing is overtly sexist and you know, I'll, I'm open to anything, so get at me if I'm like missing something incredibly obvious. But like, it just feels vaguely not cool <laughs> in a way that like mm-hmm. watching a black exploitation film is. It's like okay, right, well, like right. yeah, I could, uh, but you still, it's a little dated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it's it's always Supernatural is, is weird about this kind of thing. Anyway, Supernatural's never been like the nicest to women. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
but who knows so uh is that the episode do you have any any final thoughts that's kind of it for the episode um it's i I don't like i don't really dislike it it's like it's a fun enough episode to watch it's just like to pull apart it's you know i i was sort of happy that they brought up the amy thing again even though like you know anyone who's listened to the show knows that i kind of hated it the whole time it was happening but I appreciate that it didn't just disappear altogether. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, you know, Dean, you were right. Okay, I'm over it. We'll never talk about it again. It's fine. Uh, I like that it came up here again and, and, and that it didn't just full on cause a fight or like a falling out. It was like, Dean, this is bullshit. Because remember when you did that thing the other day um, or, you know, a couple weeks ago, whatever, like that, this is that same situation, except now you're the one who gets to decide that she walks away. Um, I appreciate when they get mad, but they don't have these big blowouts because that seems more realistic like they're they're brothers of course they're gonna fight all the time but like that doesn't mean that they need to like take separate cars from now on (laughs) we gotta drive to alaska (laughs) okay you get your pickup i'll get my my charger and we'll we'll go over there um i do have some some uh kind of loose ends that i'd like to talk about a little bit Mm -hmm. uh going through the trivia section the uh there were two original titles for this this episode besides uh the slice girls one of which was Amazon.com, which very funny, very funny, and the other one was knocked up. Um, and I, <laughs> I don't particularly like the Slice Girls, uh, very much either. Like none of the, none of these names are no. very great. No, <laughs> so <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and also I didn't know this until I was looking at the trivia section, but the professor is played by um, Harry Groiner, which sounds like a joke name, but is obviously the stu- is apparently the student's name. Uh, but he was the uh, main antagonist in the third season of Buffy. Oh, okay. So, yeah, just thought I'd mention that because since we're uh, uh, eventually going to get to that podcast. Lydia was on, like, the Vampire Diaries or something. I recognized yeah. her from mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah, she's, uh, in fact, in the, I always take this part out because it's weird, but in the uh, official synopsis, it's, you know, the Vampire Diaries, Sarah Canning guest stars, like, right in big letters with the uh, oh, okay. Dean's One Night Stand has serious complications. I always just take out all the uh, actor names because, like... I think that it was... I don't even is that show. I don't think that show is still on, but I, I no think idea. it was on like airing right after Supernatural or around the time. That's the only reason I ever saw Vampire Diaries is because it was on around the same time. Yeah, I've, uh, we watched a couple of episodes of the Vampire Diaries and just didn't dig it. And I guess there's mm-hmm. a there's that, that spinoff show that is apparently really popular too that I don't watch. So, oh, at the, the originals or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tune in next week to hear us talk about things that we don't watch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. It's always a pleasure to do this podcast, and it's uh, always a pleasure to know that you guys are listening. Um, Shout-outs to the people that are kind of communicating with us on Twitter and talking to us about things. Um, we recently had just a, a really nice message uh, from, I believe it was Amanda? No, Allison. Um, just saying, like, hey, like you, you're getting me through some, you know, get me through some life, and that just is really nice to hear. So <laughs> getting me through some life. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it is always really sweet to hear. It always makes our day when we see stuff like that. Yeah, and if you haven't, uh, take a look at the uh, iTunes page so that you can go um, leave us a review or a rating. That helps us out. Check out Patreon.com/slash Monster of the Week. We have some Patreon exclusive stuff coming out there pretty soon. That if you know Chris you're gonna want to listen to uh just just <laughs> still teasing that because we're not quite ready to, to release yeah. it just yet um what else can they do chris is that is that all the stuff yeah uh patreons go away itunes go away um and just following us on twitter whatever just enjoying the show telling your friends all great ways to help support us we we really appreciate it yeah we'll see you next week with uh, another great episode of monster of the week
what is the next week's episode? Have you looked at it? Uh, it's it's a clown one. It started playing uh, before I turned it off. Uh, they go to some like theme park, or whatever, and Sam's afraid of clowns. So, oh, which is also an episode in season two. I was about to, to say, like, with that one. Yeah. Huh. Oh, and it's in Wichita. Weird. I finally made a monster the week. folder on here. Episode 72, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, 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 gamers. Let's uh, let's not forget to open up all of our uh, recording applications. So not just Audacity, but also Discord which we use to communicate with our fellow gamers. Um, you may think that Jeremy and I are just, we, we're just podcasters. That's, no. To just put us in just that small of a box is truly not fair. What we really are, we're just, we're just a couple gamers. And to forget that would be to forget the truth of this podcast. I do realize that, I, that I've started recording far, far too early to let this joke keep going. But let me tell you a little bit about my gaming setup in 2018. In in 2017, the year of 2017, my gaming setup was in the past. I was practically living in 2013 gaming. But now, I have a new laptop. Is it for gaming? No. But it's a new laptop. So I'm now in 2018 gaming. I'm about to download some games on a website called Steam steam.com i'm gonna get the legend of heroes trails in the sky uh it's a jrpg what is that my dude uh what is that my dude well jeremy you back i'm back thank god because i was really running out of steam there (laughs) what were you doing i was doing a bit about gaming Really? Just talking yes. to yourself into a microphone about gaming? Because I was like, I had Steam up. I was, I had just been looking at Steam. And uh, so I started saying like, hey, gamers, like doing the usual stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, sh- I have no idea what time Jeremy's going to get here. I'm not going to be able to keep this bit up for more than like a, a minute. <laughs> and thankfully, I didn't have to. <laughs> uh, Steam is, is where the gamers play. Ah, yes. A place for gamers. So yeah, if you, have you heard of the Steam.com? Steam.com I have, as a matter of fact. I've been there. <laughs> Uh, it's a place for gamers. Um, you know what? You want to know something tragic about me? I just got a, I just got a textual. Um, oh, it's from my mom. Hi, mom. What do you want? Yeah, I'm home from work. I told y'all I had the day off. Hey, Miss Mosier. <laughs> does, does this mean that they want me to do something? <laughs> Every time that I have like free time, my parents are like, oh, you want to come, you know, get dinner or whatever. I'm like, no, I want a game. That was just leading to my point mm-hmm. that I haven't. I've been. I've been off work since Thursday, and I have not gamed once. But Feel, once feels pretty bad, huh? Feels pretty bad. I'm about to game as soon as we finish this. Um, I I, uh, I was able to play uh, like 12 minutes of God of War on Saturday. <laughs> that was my that was my oh, accomplishment. That's not very many minutes. And then uh, Autumn and I were supposed to. Uh, our original plan was to uh, like cook a big chili and hang out at the house and watch movies all day. And uh, we yeah, up, gamer. We ended up just going to the Mexican restaurant and having margaritas and tacos and watching I mean, the football game. Pretty good. So it was a good saturday yeah yeah the wedding wasn't that bad it was just like my stomach anxiety like i never even i didn't get sick but like i'm always like oh i'm gonna get sick aren't i yeah um and that's a problem you're one you're one straight throw away 
Yeah, exactly. And um, but it worked out. I think uh, we didn't we didn't have to spend much money at the actual wedding, but I think all the drinks were super watered down. Really, which for me worked out very well because I was driving and I don't think that I was even buzzed at any point. Maybe when we like first got there mm-hmm. when I had like a drink and nothing in my stomach, I was like mildly buzzed. But after that, I don't, I never, I felt even slightly intoxicated, <laughs> um, which was good because then I was like totally good to drive. I wasn't too tired or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Why were they watering the drinks down just to, cause they weren't, I don't know. I don't think that like, like the wedding party had any idea it was happening. It was just like, if you're not drinking beer, you're probably getting watered down whiskey. <laughs> That's that was my suspicion. I don't know that for sure, but I was not drunk, and I'm a, a kind of a lightweight now. <laughs> so I don't drink as much as I used to. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad the wedding wasn't as bad as you were originally anticipating. Yeah, I mean, I knew it would be fine. It's just me being anxious and having to drive and shit. But yeah, it was all right. And you got to spend um, time with the girl. Yeah. Um, she was gone for like half of Saturday because she was in the wedding party, so I was just hanging out. Um, you didn't bring your PS4 to game on the hotel? Dude, I legit, I read manga in the car for like two hours. <laughs> like a psycho. Because <laughs> like, she had to be there early, but like the wedding didn't start until four, and we got there at two, and I was like, alright, just I'll be out here, I guess. Do you remember that time in Supernatural when uh, Dean was in, in the bar, like, having fun, and Sam was just outside, like, sprawled on the hood of the Impala? Sprawled on the hood of, That was me. I was sprawled on the hood of my Kia. <laughs> just, re- just reading some, some case files, and you're just over there my reading My legs some all the way open, just fully sprawled. Just man-spreading all over this Kia? Yes. Uh, that feels bad, man. That's bad. You shouldn't do it that. It was all right. It was all, you know, it's over now. So, and then I watched Supernatural. Now I'm here talking to you. About to game though. As soon as we finish this shit up, finally got to put this vacation to use. Gonna do some yakuza in. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna kick some dang heads in. I don't know. You don't really kick anybody's heads in, but you definitely stomp their faces. Oh, that's. I mean, I, it's a yakuza game, so I would I would assume that that was the yeah. case. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not we watched um, Age of Ultron yesterday. Because okay. we were we were kind of going through like a Marvel rewatch leading up to Infinity War, uh, mm-hmm. and I I went and saw Infinity War on Friday, but Autumn didn't come with me, um, and uh, so it was just like, well, hey, if you just want to keep, did you see it by yourself? No, no, no. My um, so I work for my dad, and my dad and um, I brought Autumn's dad from Lafayette, and then uh, two of our coworkers from the Baton Rouge office. So we all we had a team building exercise where we went and had lunch, and then watched Infinity War together. Heck yeah, gamer. Um. But Age of Ultron is is not a great movie. That's not just not a. That's oh not really? A, yeah, I don't. Infinity War is fine. Like I think Infinity War is much better. But Age of Ultron is just. It's it's it's. I don't know. There's something about it that I just I just don't like. I um, don't even I don't even know which one that is. That's the second Avengers movie. Oh okay. It's, it's hard to keep up with all of the the various. Yeah, so I was I, I probably said this before. I was just I never followed them, so I mm-hmm. never like. I've seen. I bet I can name. I, I've seen the first Iron Man. Okay. I think I've seen the second Iron Man. Okay. I don't know what happens in the second Iron Man. Second <laughs> Iron Man is um, uh, Whiplash. So like the big scene in that is like the dude with. I the remember that him on like the racetrack. Racetrack. Yep. Yep. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I've seen the movie or if I just seen that in the trailer. So we'll just say tentatively I've seen Iron Man too. Okay. So that's I've two. I've seen. The there's there's first... thirty two movies I think. Thirty two so. movies. Okay. I've seen the first Thor. Okay. I've seen the second Captain America movie. Okay. Winter Soldier. Great flick. Mm-hmm. Very good. Super great movie. Metal Gear Solid movie right mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I have seen The Avengers. Okay. I like The Avengers. 
Avengers is I've a good seen, movie. It's, it still holds up pretty well. Guardians of the Galaxy. We watched Guardians of the Galaxy not long ago, uh, last weekend, and uh, I didn't like it as much as I did on the first rewatch. I think uh-huh. it's just because uh, I just noticed Peter Quill being more of a shitbag than I than I did them the first time. Yeah, but he's it, like Jim Helpert. He's just a total tool. He's, and everybody, he's a complete tool. Realize it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until you, it's, it's definitely a big Jim Helpert. <laughs> I think that uh, that's it, though. I think that those are the only ones I've seen. So you haven't seen uh, Thor two or Thor three? No, and yeah. I like Thor. Because I just, he's got long hair. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, don't watch Thor 3 because he cuts all his hair off in Thor 3. I know, it's tragic. Yeah. Um, but Thor, actually, you need to watch Thor 3 because that's probably the best Marvel movie out there. Yeah. Like, it's super I want to see that one. Um, um, uh, Civil War is pretty good. Uh, that's the one where, that's a Captain oh, so America movie. There are other, okay, Civil War is a Captain America. All right, I was mm-hmm. going to say, is it but an like, Avengers movie? I don't know. All of the Avengers show up. Like, everybody's right. in there, but they're all fighting against one another. So. Gotcha. Um, Ant Man is not is not a bad flick. I would probably suggest Ant Man. All right, too. yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think the ones I would tell you to watch are, are Thor three, Black Panther, Ant Man, and Spider Man. Um, like the, okay. the if you if you're not like really into the group stuff like Age of Ultron and Civil War, it's pretty much gonna fall flat. Infinity War is just like impressive just because they had fucking everybody in that movie. It's like everybody mm-hmm. fucking shows up. So where's where's my standalone Hulk movie? They they did it. That's, I know. <laughs> they, they, it's not great. It was with Edward Norton, and it was. I have, I've actually seen that. Does that, does that technically count? As that, part that, of that is canon? actually because uh, because Tony Stark shows up in the post credit sequence. That was. Oh, like, that's right. Yeah. I, okay, yeah. I've seen that. So yeah, that's that's not a great movie, but uh, I did like Ed Norton in that role though. Like I thought it was fun. Yeah, he's cool. Is he still cool? I don't know. Has he done anything bad? In real life, I feel like like he's. I, th- I don't think so. I haven't heard his name in the news. Let's we go lost see him yet. <laughs> Let's go see if uh, Ed, what Edward Norton's up to. This will be a fun <laughs> podcast thing to do. Ed Norton news. Oh God! Um, it, he's he's brought up in this review of the Avengers: Infinity War. So, okay, good. All right. Um, Is he in it? The making of the original God of War. Someone is quoted by saying that they were inspired by. Involved a weird mix of luck, favors, Japanese game envy, Flash Gordon, and Ed Norton. Okay. And then is there's supposed, um, is Kratos supposed to be a reformed white supremacist? That <laughs> way, has the shaved head. And then there's a uh, there's an obituary from the Chattanooga, which I can only assume is a newspaper in Chattanooga. It's a made up newspaper from Supernatural. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, he was 79 and he passed away on Tuesday of April 3rd. Our passed away a couple weeks ago. Yeah, Edwin Dalton Norton. Ooh, it's a good name. I know a Dalton in real life. Oh. When he uh when he lives when he leaves a uh, a voicemail, he calls it a uh an audio fax, I think. Like he has a lot of weird names for stuff. Does he do it on purpose or is he just a weird guy? Yeah, yeah, he's just a, he's just a really weird guy. He was in the <laughs> business of um like he sold uh, home oxygen tanks. To a bunch of oh. like, like I, I grew up with this dude. Like to a been, bunch of fish. To a bunch of ox. To a bunch of fish. Uh, and he he was like real good friends with my grandparents when I was growing up. Um, oh okay. And uh, but he used to he would like drive down the road to as he's delivering oxygen and he would just hand out cigarettes to little kids and he called Fuck them yeah. future customers. Fuck yeah, gamer. <laughs> Which is t- so terrible, dark. terrible, so dark, so dark, and it's really funny. I don't know if I don't. I've never actually seen him do it. He he said he did yeah. it, um, and I don't remember if I've, if I've ever told you. But he also uh, somebody burned um, 
he's an Ole Miss fan. He's a Mississippi State fan. Or no, Ole mm-hmm. Miss, not Mississippi State, Ole Miss. And someone burned LSU into his grass in front of his uh, camp. <laughs> have, I, have I ever showed you that? I don't think so. These gamers, they don't. They take their their game seriously. Like, extremely serious. Um, that's the thing I want you to remember is that we're not just podcasters. We're gamers. That's what I was telling the audience before you arrived. My um, my dude who uh who i think did it has it as his facebook profile picture so it's really easy for me to find <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna drop this into the I mean, looking pretty guilty with that profile pic. <laughs> i'm just saying it's 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 a sign it's a, it's definitely a sign uh, cigarettes to kids <laughs> i dropped that uh picture in discord if you want to check it out it's very funny Oh my god! <laughs> it's visible from a satellite. It's, it's like a it's visible from outer space. <laughs> it's like the Great Wall of China. Such a good story. So uh, I think I've told you about this. Did I tell you about the about Autumn buying like going out to buy like super good chili spices from like a store or whatever? I don't know. So she bought. Uh, she was online and she found like a uh, like the spice company, and somehow or another, like found out that the spice company is like she, they make it makes them post like fuck Trump and also buy this pepper. Like it's very leaning very hard into. <laughs> so she's like, I want to support this company because they have a funny you know social media presence. So they were. Yeah. She was looking for chili spices and she came across Chili Three Thousand, and which was a self described chili of today. So mm-hmm. like. Definitely it sounds like it. it's the chili of the future, but okay. I'll, well, I'll, you would I'll think that, but, but they also have chili 9,000, which is... Oh, chili, that's... Okay, that's the future. Which is literally the chili of the future. Gotcha. <laughs> so we made some chili 9,000 last night, and it was... Nice, nice. I, I felt like I was living in the future. Did you feel like you time-traveled? I did, yeah. I definitely did. Time-traveled to future chili land? It was really uh, good. Something I, something I wanted to tell you. I don't remember what it was, though. Hmm... It's the gamer's memory got me again. Gamer's memory, dude. Gamer's memory. You're not a fan of the Cuddy? I mean, he was doing, he's with Kanye now, man. We lost him. We lost him, yeah. He's, did you listen to that fucking track that he released? Scoopity poop? No, no, the other one, the one with T.I., where he, like, defends liking Trump. Oh, I read, like, the transcript of it, but I didn't. Dude, it is, it it is not a good song. It's, somebody said that it was, like, the, uh, it's, like, Kanye's version of the, uh, the angry biker meme, and it's very much like that, like, they're, like, he he says two lines, and then T.I. says two lines, and then, like, they don't, there's no flow or rhythm or anything. It's just bad. It's, and the beat is bad. It's just, it's not good. I thought the scoopity boop thing would be like almost a joke. Like he recorded a different verse to, to make a joke. Right. But now I don't yeah. know. Maybe that's actually what he's making music right now. I, I have no idea. I'm so, but we've lost him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, it just, sucks because well it sucks for a lot of reasons but when he's just saying like i'm gonna speak my mind i'm gonna live with love and all this stuff and i'm like you know what you shouldn't you as much as i might disagree with you nobody should be able to just silence you and say you can't say that because we don't want you to say it like i am i fully i get it and i can't i can't deny him his freedom to do that or like appreciate that he has the freedom to do that um john legend made some really great points like hey you like your you specifically your words have a lot of consequences maybe you know think about them a little bit um but it just seems like he does not know what he's talking about period when somebody he just posted a tweet conversation about how uh abraham lincoln was a republican and the republicans freed the slaves while the democrats wanted to keep the slaves and everything And it's like stuff that happened that long ago the parties have almost completely changed and just like 
dropping that one factoid out of context when this person is saying those are the facts or whatever and connie's like i'm gonna tweet that and it's just like you literally do not have like the brain for this stop it stop it you are you sound like a crazy person not like calling him crazy even kim kardashian tweeted like like please stop saying that he's mentally ill yeah like yeah. that's it's not okay to joke about that stuff i was like right there with you kim but like it doesn't seem like something is but also it seems like something's wrong but also kim c- come get your man <laughs> yeah because he's acting because he's acting like he's just, a damn fool yeah i, I mean, uh, whatever i gotta I listen co- to that I've that got a podcast. couple. Yeah, I was about to say that that dude Art on a uh, one song only when he said, uh, "I guess this is what happens when you make your first three albums about dropping out of college." <laughs> like he kind of yeah. kind of expected. Yeah. Um, you know that political party line, like much less from the 1850s, like from the 1950s, the parties have swapped pretty significantly. Mm-hmm. Like it's you know that that Republican versus Democrat thing is so it's such a dated way of of judging anybody. Um, like it's it's especially today like you know you can have shitty democrats there's plenty of shitty democrats like look at all the controversy mm-hmm. with that joanne reed chick right now not to get political but like it's just like you have to look at the person more than anything and right. i don't know i heard an interview with janelle Monae when they asked her about like all of this kanye business and she's like you know like you know your, your words have meaning and i definitely think that you should have you should be a free thinker and your thoughts should be free up until the point where your thoughts continue either oppress people or help the oppressors continue oppressing and mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm that's yes, 100% Janelle. I am there with you. Also, mm-hmm. your new videos are t- amazing. Please continue doing your thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a bummer. Whatever. Like, who needs him? Good riddance, Kanye. I mean, I say that as if I never loved him, but we uh we got like a pretty significant way through that bracket. We were we were kind of doing that for a little bit, and, and now we're just off that. We're like, last night we were cooking, and we're like, do you want to continue doing? It? I'm like, no, I kind of feel weird about that. <laughs> let's let's mm-hmm. do something else while we're while we're doing this. <laughs> Man, I am tired as hell today. I don't know what's wrong with me. Same. I um, I had a breakfast sandwich from Dunkin' Donuts this morning, and I feel like I have diabetes, and like I don't even like I'm just like I can't stop peeing, and like I'm, I have a headache. It's not good. Jeez. My dad has diabetes, so like maybe I do now. <laughs> I gotta get my life in, in in order. Did you Did you ever read Aikwood? I don't know, like the comic strips or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, like sort like one like one day I did. There was a I, um, <laughs> there was a comic strip where they um, no, it's not this one. I'm trying to find it. Um, but basically, like Ray's biggest fear is getting diabetes, and then uh, one day he gets uh, he gets like a letter in the mail, or no, he's picturing his like his his worst fear, and it's just a letter comes in the mail, and it's just it just says from diabetes. <laughs> that's it. Like, we you have you you have us now or whatever. It's pretty great. It's gonna be me, dude. I don't take care of myself, and I pee so much. Why do I pee so much, Jeremy? I don't. I, I can't answer that question, man. I drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> Maybe that's why. I just uh, Akewood has a thing where you can just uh, search for a word, and it comes up with all the strips that have that that word in it. Um, mm-hmm. and th- there are a lot of strips that reference diabetes. <laughs> There's 21 concern, I guess. strips. That's a, that's a lot. And I can't find the one with a letter. All right, speaking of diabetes pee, I'm going to go take a diabetes piss. Hey, there's the one kind of diabetes that my dad has that I, th- I don't remember which type it is. Is that if you just lose enough weight, then it just can't can go away. Yeah. Um, but it can get worse. So, like, I better stop it before it gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I need to just go to a doctor 
They'll probably be like, yeah, stop drinking so much fucking coffee, you maniac. Did you take me into the bathroom with you? Is that what's happening right now? I'll bring you into the bathroom. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'm wireless. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Just hear me pissing. <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> My headphones are all twisted, twisted about. Oh, no. All right, I got it. It's terrible. We're good. You ever get, I mean, uh, you probably don't know what I'm about to talk about. I got like, I got like phantom, phantom hair pain where I go to flip my hair and it's not there anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're trimmed up now. Yeah, I was, it was like pouring rain on uh, Friday when we had to go to the wedding rehearsal. And like, I, right before we left, I was like, all right, I'm going to go run in and I had to pee on topic of me peeing. Um, and I like, when I got in there, put my head down and like flipped my whole head back because that's what I would do if I had wet hair or like whatever. If I just need to get the shit out of my face, I would use like my whole head and flip it back very mm-hmm. dramatically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I did that, but then like nothing happened and it like hurt my neck. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I ain't got no hair. What happened? <laughs> I was always very jealous of the hair flip. Um, I've having curly hair myself, like my, my, my hair options are uh, basically like keep it short or uh, grow a fro. And I'm never, I don't, I don't ever want to have a fro again. Like I've got some pictures of me having a fro and they're, they're, those are not good. Those are at a certain point. It's going to descend down into like hair length though. Right? Like Jon Snow. It never, it never did. It never did. It's disappointing. <laughs> Let me, uh, I could actually sh- send you a picture of young Jay with a, like probably a good four inch fro that's just sticking straight out. Like it's just, it's just a thick mess of, of yeah. garbage. Yeah. It's not good. Looking not like fun. you got a perm. <laughs> But I was always jealous of the hair flip. Like the hair flip always felt like it would be um super cool to me. Oh wow. It does ha- feel cool. I have it right here. Ooh. <laughs> In fact, it's my desktop background. Um it's it's definitely my uh my my stepmom whenever I call her. This is the picture that comes up. So let me message this this enormous picture. You're going to you're going to kind of lose yourself on this one. Just just to let you know. Okay. I hope get your breath right for some for some chuckles. Took a big breath. Oh, oh, oh my! Oh my god! Oh boy! Look at you! Look at you! You look good. like you are you're on the in the cast of Stranger Things. I do, don't I? Especially with that background, I forgot it had the laser background, but I definitely it's look a like laser I background have, with that shirt. Mm-hmm. I wore that shirt every day of elementary school. Something extremely similar, a striped shirt with the buttons at the top with like a white collar coming over it yep yep that's some that's some classic fashion right there let me tell that's you some good shit right there it's not good it's it's very I'm bad so freaking thirsty oh my god i'm gonna be peeing again in a minute it's better than the rat tail though i used to have mm. a rat tail that was that never went very well good. well well did Those not were in man they were cool um that diana chick on twitter mm-hmm is going mm-hmm. to uh, do a uh, video LP of Kuan, and uh, she sent me her first episode that she's that she had just made. She's going to stack up some of them before she releases them. Uh, so hopefully this isn't you know <laughs> if this is in the outtakes. I'm sorry, Diana, for spoiling it. I think you talked about it publicly <laughs> though, so I don't think it matters. But uh, anyway, I watched like the first ten minutes of, of her playing that game, and I'm definitely going to go back mm-hmm. and watch watch the rest of it. Uh, but sweet, holy shit, that game is creepy and, and good and, and looks cool. <laughs> Uh, I started watching this channel. I think her name is Gigi Gab on YouTube, mm-hmm. and she does um, playthroughs of uh, horror games. A lot of Japanese horror games that never got translated. So she just translates them as she plays them, or like we'll put subtitles in. Cool. 
Um, yeah, it's funny because Fatal Frame 4 came up on uh, Twitter recently, yeah. and she has videos of Fatal Frame 4 because that one never got uh, released in America for some reason. Um, I watched her play some like escape the room type game randomly it's all japanese but like some of the puzzles were based on like kanji and stuff and she's like all right i know japanese but like i can't figure out these puzzles uh but it's still cool to be able to see stuff like that other otherwise will never be like introduced to yeah that's cool yeah, sounds cool. Sorry, sorry I got to Let's phone. do this podcast. Hey, I rode a road so far. No, you didn't. I don't believe you. Yeah, it's it's really I, short, but it's and it's like super regular. But I wrote one. Super regular? What does that mean? It's just like not it's not wild. It's just. But it's did just, you it's did like you put it in a place paragraph. where I could uh I could I could I could edit it and surprise you? With no, the it's hunts? just on my phone. Oh well, send me access. Uh, send me access to your phone, please. Okay. I'll just to everything? Yeah, just just <laughs> with your iCloud ID. I'll just log in yeah, and get, okay. get your text messages. So. All right. Uh, um, you ready to do this thing? Yeah, I could I guess I could do the thing. We're at 30 minutes of outtakes, so um, yeah, let's do it. I don't know why I'm so low energy, Chris. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm trying to fire myself up cuz I just really feel <laughs> shitty from that breakfast sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> um I think it's because I haven't really eaten anything today. Oh, you got to do that. Well, hey, we'll be out of here in like an hour tops. You think so? You don't have a lot to say about this one? Come on. Do you? <laughs> Not really. It's, I mean, it's, it's fine. It's just a, it's just a, it's definitely a monster of the week that seems kind of vaguely misogynistic in ways that I'm not smart enough to figure out. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's, let's do the thing. Let me find my notes. Um, we'll do. We'll drop a marker this time, so I don't forget where we start the podcast, which is what I did last time. All right, let's game. <laughs> <laughs>